Sweet Jesus, this is my third time recording this fucking intro because I just can't get it together, sugars. You know when you're having those days. I think I'm still in turkey coma. Hello, this is Maddie. I hope your Thanksgiving was great. Mine was wonderful. It was very relaxing. I didn't want to get back to life, but you know what? Now that I'm here with you, I'm pretty excited about it. I hope you had a safe one. hope that if you were fighting with your family or if you were loving your family or if you weren't with your family, that you're just feeling at peace. I don't know. I don't know your life, sugar. But so this week's episode is with Lauren Ramsey from Lauren Ignited, from Betsy Bash. And she is, first of all, she's got her shit way more together than me. Lord, help me. She's from Chicago. I met her at Podcast Movement. I really liked her energy. Um, honestly, I thought that she would just be, you know, like a lot of people I met at Podcast Movement that was kind of into podcasting, maybe trying to run a side business. No. This woman, it's, like I said, she's got her shit together. So basically, so what I love about Lauren is that when she's passionate about something, she jumps into it. Like whether it's Lollapalooza and like working that, whether it's like becoming obsessed with food and chefs and how they make food to like to branding and social media, which is uh, what she does for a living. So I normally don't read bios, but because I read her bio, I was like, well, this is going to say it better than I would. So I'm just going to read it to you. But basically, Lauren, she's a social storyteller and she tells the stories of brands and bands through her company. It's Bestie Bash, which is a social media agency and Lauren Ignited, a lifestyle magazine for the culturally curious. She's worked with million dollar consulting firms from the Disney Corporation, local bars with folklore about them, popular local restaurants that are constantly packed, and interviewed bands like Sergio Mendez, The Wailers, Steel Pulse, Louis Vega, Tony Humphreys, Iration, Iration? I don't know how to say that, and more. I don't know any of those bands. Jesus, I know shit about music. Poodle's yelling at me right now, calling me, because I don't know any of these things. So, but anyway, so that's, that's what Lauren does. So again, she does social media and branding, and we talk a, a good bit about branding. So, and it's interesting, I taped the show in August, but here people just within the last three weeks have sent me questions about branding. So I guess it all works out when it should. So I hope this is helpful. She's actually, I'll give you more details at the end of the show. But uh, you can email her at lauren at betsybash.com because she's starting to do these complimentary 30-minute calls. If you go to her website, you can schedule like a branding chat. Um, and then if you want to do it, she does for like a two-hour meeting for like $175. But because if you mentioned Dear Maddie, she only charges you 145 That's a pretty good deal, y'all, because I know people in L.A. charge a lot more for that shiznit. So that's good. So anyway... So hope you're excited. Hope you're having a good week. Hope you're settling in to get over that perky. Uh, perky. Jesus, I can't talk. This is, you know what? This is the third fucking time I'm doing this. I'm not stopping and recording again. I meant to say turkey. I said I hope you're burning off that tur- turkey. Jesus, I couldn't fucking say it. You know what? I hope you're burning off the turkey, and we're gonna leave it at that. Lord, here's Lauren. I need a drink. Go. Okay, what? What? It's a podcast. Yay. Hello, everybody. It's okay, Lauren. You giggle. You laugh. You do whatever you need to do. Um, Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Dear Maddie Show. Uh, This is Matt Marr. We 
are very, and by we, I mean me and Sophie, because it's not like I have producers. Sorry, Lauren, it's just me. Uh, (laughs) But we have the wonderful Lauren Ramsey to the show from Lauren Ignited. Yay! (laughs) LaurenIgnited.com, Chefs Coast to Coast. There's so much. Now, how are you, Lauren? I'm doing fantastic. Okay. Now, where do you live again, Sugar? I am in Chicago, but I am from Houston. So I go back and forth very often. Oh, we got a Texas girl. I just had me a doc. I had a Dr. Pepper right before this podcast. Yes. <laughs> I did. I had it. I told, I told Lauren, y'all, Lauren, I've had like a, not a bad day, but she's just like a shit show of a day. And so I told her, I said, I'm just so happy to be sitting down doing something I love. And, but, but, but right before I left, I opened that, or before I walked out of where I was at this meeting place and I just looked and they said, do you want to drink? And there was a cold Dr. Pepper. And mm-hmm. I literally, I got in the car and drank it like a com- like in a commercial and I just thought of my grandma Hazel because that's what she always gave us. We were oh, a fat family. Awesome. Wait, so you're from Houston? <laughs> yes, I'm originally from Houston. Oh, my first boyfriend was from Kingwood, Texas. Oh, yeah, that's close to Houston. Yeah, yuppies, yeah. right? It's real. It's uppity, right? Or wasn't it? It was when we were dating. <laughs> yeah, I um, guess that's like a suburb, right? So you know, his family had some kind of stick up their ass. I don't know what they had, but <laughs> sugar, they did. They did. They did. Uh, have you ever been to the Dr Pepper Museum in Waco? I have not. I didn't uh, even know that existed. <laughs> yes, it's so fun. And now I want to go to Waco because of Magnolia Farms because of Fixer Upper. I fucking love that show. <laughs> Chip and JoJo. Ooh. I'll have to check that out. Oh, it's so good. It's so good. So um, so anyway, because I'm going to ask you more questions about you, Lauren, but I want to just tell everybody listening. So Lauren and I know each other because we, because I was at a thing and Lauren heard, we were at, met at podcast movement the way pretty much, pretty much everybody, dear Maddie show listeners, pretty much for the rest of 2015, it's just going to be awesome people I met at podcast movement in Chicago. <laughs> so I hope everybody's cool with that. Lauren, you're like the 10th one. It's been awesome. Awesome. Nice. Awesome. It's been like a gold mine of curious souls. I love it. I mean, don't you think there is, though, with podcasters, like we connect because we all are just these kind of nerdy people that love this nerdy, <laughs> awesome thing, right? Totally. Yeah, that's so funny that you say that because, you know, when I left podcast movement, I was like, what have I gotten myself into? You know? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, we're kind of a bunch of like people that just want to be kind of behind the scenes, you know? <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, for sure. And then I, I read a somebody wrote an article or you know something about podcast movement, and they're like, I met a lot of really cool people, a lot of really interesting people, and a lot of really weird people. <laughs> yeah, a lot of really, a lot of. I'm probably one of those weird ones people met. Yeah, too. yeah. yeah. <laughs> With you on that one, but so like you heard me speak, you heard me. I think you because you emailed me and you said. Hey, I heard you say, because I got this from Jackie Cation from Dork Force. It's not my own one. I'm not going to take the joke. But mm-hmm. I said, hey, the requirement for being on my show is to just say yes. Yeah. <laughs> and you were like, I'll say yes. And I was oh, like, yes. okay. Biggest thing ever. <laughs> I know. So I was like, I was like, I don't really know you, but I love your website, Lauren Ignited. So I'm like, oh. sure. But no, seriously. So, okay. So you're from Texas. So we're going to find, I'm a therapist, Lauren. So we're going to find out a little bit about you, Sugar. So you're from okay. Texas. Now you're in yeah, Chicago. So, what brought you to Chicago? Um, so originally, so before Texas, I lived all over all over the world. I was, mm-hmm. um, but the majority of my life, I've I've lived in Houston. And <clears throat> when I was a little kid, my dad was working for Schlumberger, and he was working on the oil rigs. So mm. we bounced from like country to country, from coast to coast, and uh, it was fantastic and amazing. And you know, from that, I think I've had this like 
natural urge to know what's happening in other cultures, what's mm-hmm. happening in other communities. And I'm just drawn to it. Like I'm drawn to sharing that story. When I was in college, I visited Chicago for the first time because I have family here. And mm. I was having like a rough semester in college. I mean, just everything seemed to be falling apart, you know. And my mom was like, okay, your therapy is going to be going to Chicago for like a month. <laughs> oh, fun. Yeah. She's like, just get out of town, you know, clear your mind a little and then come back and it'll be fine. And so I did. And while I was here, I totally, you know, just had had that whole experience. But I also just fell in love with Chicago. It was it's- it's a beautiful. I almost moved there instead of LA. I love it so much. It's wonderful. It's fantastic. Yeah, and I just I'm very much like a city girl, you know, like I love to be <clears throat> walking distance from stuff. I love taking like transportation. Like I just I love that like hustle bustle feel of a big city like Chicago. Houston is a huge city, but you don't yeah, have that same yeah. walkable transportation thing. Like you've got to drive in Houston. Yeah, the sprawl <laughs> of it is and people yeah. I, I have to say, the worst drivers that I've, and I've driven all over America, are in Houston, Texas. Are they really? <laughs> they don't give, Lauren, they don't give any fucks. I mean, they have uh, none to give. I mean, I'm well, telling you, they. But here's the thing that I've always said about Houston traffic. You just got to get in where you fit in, because no one's going to let you in, you know? <laughs> no one lets you in. That's the thing. No one. In Dallas, they're not great in Dallas either. But in Houston, yeah. they're like, nope, you're not getting in here, jackass. <laughs> Or at least in California, they let you merge here and stuff, but nope. No, anyway. you almost have to trick people into like not realizing they're letting you in. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. If any of my cousins in Houston are listening to, they're probably hopefully agreeing. Yeah. So, and so how long ago was that? How long have you been in Chicago? So I actually just moved here in December of 2015. Oh, sugar, you're just still getting, getting your feet wet. I love it. Sure am, sure am. I love it. So now tell me a little bit like, and I'm not just saying this to be nice. Lauren Ignited. That's like the best branding. Because your name's Lauren Ramsey. Yeah. But your website is Lauren, L-A-U-R-E-N, LaurenIgnited.com. That is so, I love that. I wish I would have thought of like Maddie Ignited. Because it's just like, <laughs> bam. We're go- I don't know. So tell everybody what Lauren Ignited is and how you came up with the name for it. And just... Sure. Tell this is for you to. This is where your mother's gonna love the part of the show because you're gonna talk about how awesome you are. She's Aww. gonna be like, "That was my favorite part." <laughs> yeah. So Lauren Ignited really started because <clears throat> I was that person in the friend group that was like, "Hey, you should go to this concert. Like, oh my gosh, this band is amazing. You should check them out. Like, have you heard this new album? You'd really love it." And I was always trying to connect people with things I I thought they would love based on things they had told me, you know, about themselves, uh-huh. and. <laughs> so I was constantly like texting people and like IMing people at work and you know calling people and making sure they're coming to the show or whatever. And um what I realized is like I could do that on a larger scale, you know? And so that and I'd always wanted to write a blog. I just didn't really know what I wanted to write about. And so that became the natural fit. Like, let me just do this but on a website. And um so I started Lauren Ignited. The name um I thought about for a long time. <laughs> And it's just it's one of those moments where you're like, you know, you're pondering and pondering and pondering, like, what should it be? What should it be? And it just hit me, you know, because I've got this like really fun, like outgoing kind of fiery personality. Um, mm-hmm. I'm trying to like always get people like excited about stuff. Um, and so that was just kind of like it represented that part of me that I wanted to share with people. Uh, I love, <laughs> I love that. I love. Well, and what do you think of so like for people listening? I know that. Um, uh, 
so what, well, no, yeah, I'm gonna ask this question now. So like, I love that you made the step. Like so many people I think are passionate about something in their life, but don't necessarily know like the first step to either make it something either marketable or profitable or or they don't start something because they think no one's going to be interested in like did you have any of those thoughts and if so how did you like push past that to just do the blog oh yeah totally i think everybody does whenever they're starting something new and that's why it took me so long to start it because you know you'd say like i want to write a blog and some of your friends would be like why (laughs) yeah why or like what do you have to share that somebody else isn't already sharing you know so there's a lot of like those naysayers Mm -hmm. in your life that are just like they're, they're trying to be helpful. They're trying to, like, uh-huh. save you from yourself, you know? Uh-huh. <laughs> like, I don't think anybody was, like, ill-willed about it. But it's also kind of, like, a reflection of, like, maybe their fears and not necessarily your talents. So I would say, <laughs> yeah, so okay. I would say, like, start it as soon as you have the idea. Maybe not necessarily, like, go out and, like, build a website and do all that. But, like, start talking about it with people that are experts in that. You know, so if you have an idea for a website, but you aren't really sure how to brand it, talk with a branding expert because that name that you build is going to be the biggest draw to what you're doing. And so it's, I think it's crucial to have a good brand from the beginning. I think that's very true. I think I spent a long time, um, well, on Dear Maddie as well. Mm-hmm. For sure. It was, I think it's just, you just have to spend time doing that. Yeah, yeah, you do. And it, and I think Dear Maddie is awesome, too, because it, it's representative of what you're doing, you know? And so it's like, oh, okay. Like, when you hear the name, you see what you're doing, it's a natural fit. It makes sense. And it, it and because of that, it, like, lingers in your head more. You know, it doesn't, you don't immediately forget it because it, it related to something that it's doing, you know? It's representative. Which sounds normal, you would think, in branding, but a lot of people, they're like, I want to, I, it's hard. People, you can do it. You can name something or brand something totally different than that's not that's a little bit more obscure but then mm-hmm. you've got a longer road to hoe as far as letting people know what that brand is you know yeah so um yeah, yeah i totally so so with lauren ignited so so basically and i'm just from so your passions are food and music that's what yeah. is you're passionate about yeah. so what so what um so what type of music are you passionate what what who what musicians are you like freaking out about right now Oh my goodness. I'm such like a reggae and like soul and house music fanatic. <laughs> oh my gosh. That is like, you guys, that's hilarious because she's this cute little white girl with curly hair. That is not. <laughs> I know. I did, I, know. Not, I did not expect for you to say that. <laughs> so, reggae, house music. I don't even know what house music That just makes me think of house dressing, which is probably why I'm fat. <laughs> I'm thinking of just ranch dressing. <laughs> I hear house music. Yeah, stay away um, from that ranch. So house, house music, music. Yeah, what is that? So house music is originated from disco. So like disco inspired house, and Chicago is the home of house. So oh. that was part of the thing I realized because I had always and I'd always loved house music, and I always knew it came from Chicago. And then when I came here, I was like, oh my god, I'm home, you know? Because people get it here, they love it here. There's, I mean. I went to this picnic this summer uh-huh. and uh, it was like July 4th weekend and it's called the chosen few DJs picnic. Uh-huh. And it started off as like a couple guys throwing a house party. I mean, throwing a you know house music party in the middle of winter. And <laughs> then they were like, okay, that was a cool party, but we're not going to do it in the winter anymore. We're gonna do it in the summer. And they just, they were like, well, let's just get together for like a family barbecue on July 4th. And, um, 
it every year it just grew and grew and grew and grew and now it's this festival you know so like it used to be free and now you like you pay to get in and there's you know really professional like everything like sound stages um equipment like incredible lineup of djs that fly in from all over the world uh, it's like it's expanded to two days instead of like one afternoon so chicago is a house town you know like house city so there's there's this like huge pride around being a house head in chicago um but yeah, I mean, it just originated from disco, and so it has that like soul-based feel, but it's very like diva-driven. So there's mm. all these like incredible singers that <clears throat> just partner up with DJs and belt out the most incredible soulful music you've ever heard in your life live. So, you know. <laughs> so is this like when I think of house music? Is that the music you normally see that has like they have like the band, but then they always have like a big black woman singing? <laughs> no, I'm serious. Is that like that? Why? your time you know you're yes. going to be yes. mine okay, <laughs> so that's so like the diva you. part of it yeah 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 you like, got me on the diva <laughs> yeah yeah so then like the the house part of it is um you know more that disco feel so think like disco plus diva and but electronic based you know they're they're, they're producers that are making these tracks all right i'm gonna look it up i'm gonna look up house music um uh, my boyfriend i'll probably give you some djs it. to look at okay Oh, see, look at that. I love it. So now, so how did you then get into, so you also host a podcast. It's called Chefs Coast to Coast, Mm -hmm. where it reminds me when I heard it and then seeing it, it reminds me of that. I feel like it's a podcast version of that Netflix show, Chef's Table, which I love so much. Someone else has said that to me. (laughs) And I still have, I haven't even seen that show. (laughs) Okay, you will. They just did season two. My boyfriend and I haven't watched it yet, but it is chef's table is so good and mm-hmm. it is beautifully shot beautifully shot i mean so gorgeous but it's chefs talking about who are the chefs of certain restaurants some of them are opening restaurants some of them are going into dip newer restaurants or whatever mm-hmm. but they're just basically talking about their love and passion and kind of their craziness for creating new dishes for creating food for that that the it really is about the art of food and the relationship of the chef and food as an artist to uh an artist medium nice yeah i I definitely check it out it is yeah sugar it is like it is up your alley so but how did you get the but i love that i don't know a lot of food podcasts i know one of my good friends who who was on my show her name's don mccoy and she has a podcast called Dine and Dish with Don, which they go to restaurants. And she uh, doesn't interview chefs per se, but she's interviewing people at a restaurant that they a lot of times have an emotional connection to, or food that they have an emotional. And so it's them talking about stories about their life, and it's kind of it's almost like Oprah meets Food Network kind of a thing, you yeah. know? Okay. Yeah, it's a it's a really great show, super interesting. But for you, with you really, it seems like you are, are passionate about talking to chefs about what they're creating, correct? Yeah, yeah. So that goes back to like, you know, connecting community with the people, with the things they love, right? Yeah, so, oh, I love that. <laughs> yeah, so what I realized is like a ton of the Lauren Ignited, um, you know, fans and Ignited family, as I call them, um, they, you know, they're into food. They love food, right? And, like, they were really loving, like, the content that I was bringing to them where I'm, like, taking them backstage or interviewing artists. And um, so I thought, well, why not expand that to food? Because I wanted to do more, you know? So I expanded uh, Lauren Ignited to be music, food, travel, and culture. 
just this year. This is like a new thing just this year. And that's why the podcast is so new. So it just kind of happened, you know, talking to some people and uh, they're like, well, why don't you start a podcast? And I had never really thought about it. But the more I did think about it, the more I realized, yeah, that sounds great, you know, because I had a radio show with Radio Disney for a number of years. And um, I knew how to edit audio and I knew how to interview guests. And I've done tons of interviews with like musicians and artists from all over the world. So I was like, why not give it a shot? You know, so. I love it. Why not? You're, <laughs> you're kind of fearless, Lauren. You're, but not like a lot of people talk about getting over fear. They're like, and then I, I got to this point where I had to do this. And you're just kind of, you know, I was like, why not? You know, why not? It was Sunday. It's like, yeah, I got nothing to do on Monday. Might as well do this. Why not? <laughs> <laughs> have you always been that kind of like are are you uh uh have you always had this like laid back go getness that's not a real word but like <laughs> I, I don't know like I, I don't know have you always been pretty fearless you know that's interesting that you say that because I'm like when you when you were mentioning that it made me think about this time in college where um you know, like people like randomly like, hey, you want to go to, you know, being in Houston, hey, you want to go to Austin for the weekend? I'm like, oh, okay, sure. And um, so one time somebody asked me, I said, sure. And they were like, you will go anywhere, anytime. <laughs> and I was like, well, yeah, like, why not? You know, like, I don't know, like, you don't have anything going on. Why don't you, why don't you try it out and do it? And I think, I think a lot of that just comes from traveling all over the world, you know, where it's like, yeah, it's not a big deal for me to travel or to move or to try new things because that's what I did you know in like the most formative years of my life like I didn't know anything different um that's true because my boyfriend he's a military kid and uh so he is very there is there is that he's like okay let's just get up and do it (laughs) It, it's very freeing to see somebody I I wish I could be that um unattached to things and and it's not that he's not unattached to things or places, because he are. He loves like he loves L.A. and stuff. But, but yeah, he could be. If we said, "Hey, we need to go live," you know, in Idaho, or we need to go live in Spain, he the, both would be the same. Well, he'd be more excited about Spain, but <laughs> yeah. but they both would be the same as far as the move. He'd go, "Okay," and just do it. Yeah, yeah. So I, I love to take a lesson, people. Take a lesson. It doesn't have to be that <laughs> that stressful. Um, <laughs> All right. Well, uh, we're already past time. It's fine. We're, we're, we're going to get to some questions if that's okay, Lauren. Because yeah, we're, we're yeah, we're we're doing some listener questions. We only have two today, so not too many. But the first question is from Lori, age thirty-five, and she says, "Dear Maddie, what is the best way you deal with stress? I'm a busy mom, and I don't always have even ten minutes to quote take me time. Yeah, I know I should, but I got to be real. Some days that just doesn't happen. So how do you deal with daily stress when you can't get away from it?" This mm-hmm. is from Lori, 35. That's a good question. How do you deal with the kind of the daily stress? And we talk about taking time for yourself. I always talk about that on the show. I mean, you hear that everywhere. Um, mm-hmm. And it is, for some people, they literally feel like they don't. Like, I didn't have a lot of time today. I just, for me, it was a Dr. Pepper in a car. And that, that was it, you know? That, yeah. that was my me time for the day. Um, how do you, how do you take me time for you? Yeah, um... Well, you know, I mean, I can't exactly relate to being a busy mom because I know that is its own, you know, um, monster of responsibilities and and all sorts of stuff. Um, But, you know, as a business owner and someone who's trying to make lots of things happen, the the best things for me are spending time with my dog. So I like to take him for walks and just kind of clear my head, 
you know, get a little like endorphins going just from like the movement. Um, and then just what type of dog do you have? I'm a border collie. (laughs) Adorable. What's his or her name? It's a boy and his name is Napoleon. Ah. So cute. Little Napoleon Woley. I'm going to love him. Um, I said it like I'm going to your house, Lauren. That was creepy. Um, I was like, I'm going to love him. Um, so, yeah. So, walking the dog. Keep going, Lauren. Sorry. Yeah, I got yeah. ADD. I got distracted by the dog. <laughs> no. Yeah. But, you know, and a lot of times just being, like, outside and having that time to, like, not have a computer in front of you with, like, 5,000 tabs open. Uh-huh. Right? It's like. All you have in front of you is like the outdoors and like your cute dog that's looking at you like, let's go for hours, you know? <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so that really helps me just kind of like detach from all the responsibilities for a few minutes. And, um, and you have to walk your dog. So, yeah, exactly. You have to because the dog has to go to the bathroom. So, yeah. Lori, maybe that's it. Like maybe try to put try to put something relaxing and something you have to do like if you have to do laundry maybe try to like when you're doing laundry think okay when i'm trying to do laundry even if it's just one load i'm going to try to take like deep breaths and like really just exhale my stress and just try to think about like whatever think about either a good book you're reading or your happy place or or um your hot husband or a wife (laughs) or whatever i don't know you know what i mean just kind of be like okay i'm just gonna i'm doing laundry right now so i'm just gonna just Take some breaths and chill out while I do laundry. Because I think sometimes, I think that's smart, Lauren, to like insert kind of real relaxation in something you have to do that's mundane, day to day. Yeah, yeah. I, I love that. Do you, now, although, Lauren, you seem like you never get, you You're saying like you're always calm. So where I'm always like, <laughs> ah! But, <laughs> but no, I'm sure we all get stressed. Do yeah. you, um, you know, yeah, Lori, and I think that for so Lori, this is for the uh, person who wrote the question, not Lauren. Don't get confused, y'all. I almost did. But <laughs> I think as far as, you know, another thing that helps me with, uh, you know, when I'm not able to take time for myself, to know that I will. To know, mm-hmm. so maybe even take a couple of minutes and go a minute to just say, okay, when am I going to have 10 minutes to myself or 15 minutes to myself? Maybe it's not even today. Maybe it's not even this week. But no, okay, by next Monday... That's when I'm, I think I'm going to have, I think I'll have time to do that then. I'm going to just, the kid's going to be, they're at their play. They're at, you know, my three-year-old is at their play date. Maybe I can ask that mom if I can just go and sit in the car, like, and and listen to some music for 15 minutes or something like that, Lori. There there really is, think about some, because sometimes we can't, sometimes we can't think, we can't, escape what's going on now so we just have to think about the future and just look yeah. forward to that honestly it's that's helpful for me yeah so yeah i, I think yeah anything else lauren or are you are, are you already calm no <laughs> no i mean i definitely have my ups and downs um but you know another thing that i do is like i pick one show that i just like really love you know and that becomes like my kind of weekly moment or you know my weekly hour where i know that like i'm just gonna ignore everything like i'm gonna put my Mm -hmm. phone on silent i'm gonna close my laptop um and so usually i stick with like hbo shows you know (laughs) so it was like game of thrones for like the the, you know what is it the spring right game of thrones (sighs) so good and it's like it comes on once a week you can watch it whenever you want to you know so um, I really like that. I like having that like on demand kind of like one hour of like you're just going to escape the world and like focus on this show and this like 
universe that somebody else has created for you to like get obsessed with, you know? <laughs> yeah, that's what it's about. Have you, are, you, are you watching Stranger Things? I'm not watching Stranger Things, but I'm watching The Night Of. Oh, I've heard that's good. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> it's so good. Now, are you into like Steven Spielberg? Are you into the 80s? Thing? How old are you, Lauren? Or I'm maybe not. you don't say your age. You don't have to oh, say no, that, I'm, actually. I'm fine. I'm, I'm 34. Oh, 34, year of the whore. That's what it was for me. <laughs> I got it done that year. Lord Jesus. Um, I'm surprised that's all I got done. Um, but, uh, well, then you'll probably, because you, you had some 80s time, like, Mm-hmm. It is great. It, it's very. It's a great show. But the night of what is the night of about again? But I remember some, one of my friends at work telling me that it was uh, awesome. Yeah. So it's about this this kid who you know wants to go out for like um, go out to a party, and his friend who's supposed to drive him to the party bails. So he borrows his parent his dad's like taxi cab, and and drives himself to the party. But on the way there. He ends up like getting lost, so he pulls over. So this girl gets into his cab, thinking that he's really a cabbie, and he's like, "No, no, no, I'm not. I'm not on duty. Like, I'm just, you know." And she's like, "Whatever. Like, you're driving me to the beach." And so he's like, "I don't what, you know." And she like won't get out of the car. And so he's like, "Well, all right. I guess like the point of this party was to meet girls. So I guess I've got a girl in my cab, you know." And um, so then he drives her to the beach. They they end up going to her house. And she wakes up, you know, he wakes up and she's dead. And we don't know, like, what happened or who killed her or if he did it or not, but he got arrested for it. And so it's like the the whole season looks to be about his trial. What show channel is this on? (laughs) HBO. Oh, I don't have HBO anymore. (laughs) I steal my HBO Go from a friend and he canceled it. Uh (laughs) That sounds good. It's really Damn you, good. Lauren. Damn you, Lauren Ignited. You've ignited my passion for the night of. Uh, I'm sorry, Lori. We got distracted from your question, but we're done. Um, okay, then I'm going to have to watch. Uh, damn it. All right. Let's move on to our another question. This is from Lupe. I love that name. Guadalupe. Yeah. Uh, Lupe, age 26. She says, Dear Maddie, I am working at a clerking job. I've been there for years. I like it for the most part. One of my coworkers, who is usually great, has been very stressed of late, though. His work product hasn't changed at all, but he's not very happy. He hasn't been rude or unprofessional to me. Still, I can just tell he's going through a lot of stuff. Also, I do know that his mother is battling cancer right now. So, bless bless his heart. So, I don't know if that is kosher for me to bring this up and try to talk to him about it. I just want to help, but I I don't want to be unprofessional. What do you think? This is from Lupe26. Now, Lauren, I'm interested what you think about this because I emotionally vomit. So, Lupe, mm-hmm. I would talk to this person about this and say, hey, I don't want to make this awkward. I don't want to bring this up, but I just want to know how are you doing with your mom thing? Are you stressed? It seems like things are a little more stressful for you right now. Do you need to talk mm-hmm. about it? Or do you, you know, do you need to find somebody to talk to? I could help you with that. or some. That's what I would do, but I'm also a therapist. So... Right. I don't think you have a master's in therapy. If you do, then <laughs> that, that, we're screwed on this question. But what would you do, Lauren, from a, somebody? Because it's, it's also, you want to be professional at work. It seems a little, what do you do? Yeah. Well, I mean, I can tell you from in our personal experience, um, in 2015, a ton of stuff happened to me. And it was just like one after another, like my grandmother got diagnosed with cancer and passed away. Mm, I'm sorry. I, oh, I know. And then 
I had this really great boyfriend and we broke up. Oh God. <laughs> and, you know, and it was just, and then I just had, then like my, my father and my mother and I were get, not getting along. I mean, it was, it was just kind of like one thing after another, all in like those big areas of your life, you know, like uh-huh. yeah. family and love and attachment. And so my work started to kind of suffer a little bit, you know, like nobody at work really knew what was going on with me, but they could tell something was going on with me. Uh-huh. And I'm such like an independent person. Like I can fix it. I can, I can solve it. Like, you know, I, <clears throat> I didn't reach out and what ended up happening is they, you know, they came to me in like the sweetest way and they were so supportive and they're like, okay, something's happening. You know, what, like what's going on? Like talk to us. And so once I started explaining it, they were just like, oh my goodness. And they were so supportive and so like loving and caring. And I mean, it was just an incredible work family, you know, and I'll always remember them for that. Um, so I would say that, you know, she or she or he might want some help, but just doesn't know how to ask. And I would say still like provide that support in, in an asking way, kind of like you were saying, like, hey, I know some stuff's happening. Like, you want to go grab a drink after work and talk about it? Or do you want to grab some coffee or, you know, get, give them a space where it's safe to kind of open up? Like probably not at work is not the best place. Oh, but that, that's a really good point. Yeah, Lupe. Try to do some. I love that. That's it. Yeah. Try to do, do something outside of work so they don't. Because nobody wants to be crying or upset at right. work when other people are walking in. Your boss comes in. Like, it's just awkward. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Lupe, it's like you knew Lauren was going to be. You just. <laughs> that was weird. She just read your life. Right? Like, yeah, I don't even have a great answer for that because I'm like, well, Lauren lived it, Lupe, for a whole year. And that's. And obviously, imagine if it was. If you heard what Lauren just talked about, how helpful it was for her, Lupe. There's a lot of L's today. Lauren, Lori, and Lupe. Lord yeah. mercy. I'm getting confused. And um, I'm a Leo, so, I mean, come on. Oh, Jesus. Like... Here we go. Um, <laughs> I'm a Pisces. Uh, I don't know what that means. Um, but, yeah, Lupe, I think just, I think, don't, don't, it sounds like, Lupe, you wrote this question with such a wonderful intention and of kindness, and you could have wrote this question like, this person at work is bad attitude, and they're not doing their shit, and... Uh, they, they need to know. you're not writing it like that you're already being understanding so I think Lupe however you talk to him it's going to be fine just talk to him yeah and I think they're going to appreciate it uh, he's going to appreciate it like Lauren did so mm-hmm. well Lupe we hope that helps um, alright let's move on chatty Maddie here we go we're moving on okay then right. uh, Lauren these are the same five questions I ask everybody for every show okay. so there you go so chatty Maddie number one what's the name of your most memorable childhood smell the name of my most childhood what? Your most memorable childhood smell or your favorite oh, smell. Childhood. Smell from childhood. Crayons. <laughs> oh, yeah? Every time I smell crayons, it's just like I'm five years old again. Ah, uh, do you remember like being, I remember being in my first girly class with Mrs. Ellis when I think really? of crayons. Yeah, because I remember just having a good distinct color. Like I had a good coloring session. I still remember that. Do you remember <laughs> like being, do you remember? I, I, so, like, do you remember being in a place or a time when you were coloring? No, I just think I colored all the time, you know? So it's like when I when I smell crayons, I've just immediately, like, taken back to, like, really fun times in school and, like, fun times at home and just like that, that I don't know, maybe it's like that outlet to be creative. You know? Oh, oh, there you go. Yeah, you know, yeah. that's so funny. I used to, I still 
coach a little bit because I do coaching with actors about kind of, especially actors. We often we have I, I'm a I'm a narrative therapist, so kind of I we live your your life is lived through a story metaphor. So things are characters in your life, like depression's a character in your life, anxiety's a character in your life, and it's about kind of what relationship we have with these characters but also creativity is a character in your life and because a lot of people say you know I'm an actor and this is about no you're Lauren who happens to be an actor like you have your own identity and you're many things but you're not just an actor but anyway that reminded me though my acting class I think color the reason I'm bringing this up because adult coloring now is so popular yeah um, that my in in my class i kind of have these actors go back and remember when was the first time they felt really like a creative synergy and like surge and for uh, several of them i've had a couple of students now or clients rather where coloring was where they first felt like this creative just freedom to like do whatever they want to do so I, i think that's interesting that you have that commonality with them yeah very cool do you do adult coloring i've never done it I don't, but a couple of years ago, one of my close girlfriends bought me a kind of a coloring book type thing, but it was more like, um, like fine works of art, but in like coloring book format. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. So it was pretty cool. So every once in a while when I needed to de-stress, I would just go in there. So I guess I was doing adult coloring before it was a thing. <laughs> yeah, you are. You were, you were ahead of your time, ahead of your time. <laughs> I should have started the movement. <laughs> you should have, sugar. You should have brought it. That a blog about that. Now, okay. So, Chatty Matting number two, what would be the name of your memoir? Oh, yeah. Um, man. The funny thing about this question is I've, like, I want to write a book. And so, I've been, like, randomly I'll write down, like, book titles. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, so, uh, but I think if I was going to do a memoir, it would have to be, like, you know, laughing your way around the world or... Ooh. Um, <laughs> Something like that. I love that. Love it. Laughing your way. You are good at titles. Do you say titles that make you think of like movement and action? And action. Lauren ignited life. I love it. I love Thank it. You. you should do branding stuff. Um, <laughs> all right. Chatty Maddie number three. What's the best piece of advice you wish you had taken earlier? Oh, man. When I was working at Starbucks, I worked in Starbucks in college. Uh-huh. And I can still remember this moment. <laughs> But I was, you know, I was working at the register or whatever, and this lady came through the line, and she worked for Starbucks. And she just started talking to me. Like, she was just, like, real friendly, and she was like, are you – because she worked for, like, Starbucks corporate. And um, she was like, so you work, like, you know, every week, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, yeah. And um, I was like, I usually work about, like, 30, 35 hours a week, whatever. And she's like, oh, my gosh, you should sign up for the Starbucks 401K. It's amazing, you know. And she's like, you just have to work like this many hours a week, whatever it was. And I remember in my head, I was like, well, what if I can't work that many hours a week? Like, I don't want to like block myself into a corner, you know, if like I need to study uh-huh. for finals or something. And so I never did it. And I just think like, oh my gosh, like if I had started donating to a 401k when I was in college, you know, <laughs> like how yeah. great would that have been? It's Starbucks is amazing. They, they probably match and everything. Yeah. I mean, they have such incredible programs. Like... Originally, like, out of college, I wanted to work for a corporate, you know, like, I kept looking for jobs, like, my senior year of college, and just never, it didn't line up, but I still love the company. You know, I don't love their coffee, it's not my favorite, but I go to them, my boyfriend, he is, he loves them, and, Mm -hmm. but, but we also both go to them because we do love their business model so much and what they stand for. Mm -hmm. I will go to other coffee places because of who they are as a brand and what they, 
and what they promote, even though I, I like their coffee, but it's not my favorite coffee. Yeah, I love I love coffee, period. So I love trying out like new local coffee shops. Yeah, but, um, I love that. But you know, the thing you do, like when you notice, like when you go to different local coffee shops, like everybody makes their coffee differently. And so that is one thing I love about like Starbucks when you're traveling. Because yes, you know, it's always going to taste the same. Exactly. You know, and it's like if you're if you have a craving for like a really strong cup of coffee, like, you know, you're going to get it. And, um, you know, you just, and that's like kind of different. Like I drink like I don't drink cow's milk or whatever, you know, so like uh-huh. not every coffee shop has alternative milks. And so like rather than taking that risk, I'm like, good, I can go to Starbucks and I know it. I'll get what I want. That is very true. Very true. I uh, yeah, I agree with that as well. Oh, I'm so glad that because every time I go into Starbucks, I'm like, oh, I hope the people are as happy as everybody says it. So mm-hmm. they're great. They're great. Good. I love <laughs> that story. All right, uh, Chatty Maddie, we got two more. Chatty Maddie number four. What day would be your would be your Groundhog Day? So what day was so great you would live over and over? Oh, okay. Um, gosh, so many. <laughs> oh, that's good. Yeah. Um, what day would I live over and over? Hmm. Because there's a certain travel day you had, or a day with family, or a friend, or a day, I don't know, you... Yeah, I mean, I, so I'll, I'll just pick, like, a recent one. So, <clears throat> I, um, I'm, like, music festival fanatic. Like, Uh-oh. fanatic, right? So, living in Texas, I've been to ACL, which is, like, the Austin City Limits Music Festival in Austin, like, ten times. And, um... And when I turned 30, my, you know, since I love Chicago, my, and my birthday's in August, I was like, Lollapalooza is what I'm doing for my 30th birthday, you know? Oh, fun. <laughs> yeah. So I got like my closest girlfriends together, my sister and my cousin who lives up here. And we all went to the festival together. We got like a hotel downtown, everything. It was like an amazing weekend. Right. But then I flash forward to this year. Um, I met this girl in Costa Rica on my flight and uh because actually i'd seen her the day before in costa rica when we were like traveling around the city and we were Mm -hmm. on the same like catamaran tour and then i saw her in the airport and i was like hey weren't you on the catamaran yesterday (laughs) she was like yeah you know so we started talking at the bar took some shots together and then looked at our flight schedules and we're like oh we're on the same flight and we're like where are you sitting and we looked at our tickets we were sitting next to each other that's crazy (laughs) that is meant to fucking be Right? Mm. That is awesome. Yeah, so that's never happened to me before. But so we started talking, and, like, she's super into music. I'm obviously super into music. And she was, like, asking me, like, well, what are you doing? And I was, like, this was in November of last year, of 2015. And I was, like, well, I'm about to move to Chicago. And she's, like, oh, that's so cool. I'm about to move to Germany. And so we both had, like, different connections in each city we were, like, connecting them with. And then she was like, oh, well, I'm going to be in Chicago next summer because I work Lollapalooza every year. And I was like, oh, my God. Like, I would love to work Lollapalooza. It's, like, one of my favorite festivals, you know. And then this year is our 25th anniversary, so it was, like, four days instead of three days. Long story short, she got me the job. And so, like, every morning I, like, bounced out of bed, like, a kid on Christmas morning, like, so excited to go to, like, be a part of, like, the Lollapalooza crew and staff, you know? And I remember by the last day, everyone was like, oh, I'm just so ready for this to be over. And I was like, are you kidding? Like, I want this to last forever. (laughs) Aww. You are. You're you're such a little nerd. I love it. (laughs) I love it. We all are about 
you know, we all are our little nerds. I think we all have the things that just, but you found it. A lot of people don't yeah. find it, you know, yeah. and that's yeah. the sad thing in life that people don't find their passion. I love that you found it. Oh, I thanks. Love it. Well, this might go along with Lollapalooza, but the last Chatty Maddie is when are you most inspired? Okay, so I'm definitely most inspired when I'm around other creative people. I love to brainstorm and collaborate um, because I talk things out, you know? So, like, the more I talk through something with somebody else and get, like, a little bit of their feedback, the more my idea just, like, grows by leaps and bounds. And so, like, recently I went to this full day, this two-day conference, and... By the afternoon um, of, like, the the real, like, heavy sessions day, I was just, like, working on my own stuff because I was just so excited and inspired and, like, somebody had spoken mm-hmm. about something that sparked an idea for me and I was, like, off working on it, you know? Um, so definitely, like, being around other creative people that are driven to, like, produce something and, like, kind of going back to, like, you know, when you're trying to brand something, like, talk to people that can really help you. So if you're surrounded uh-huh. by people that can really help, like, form your ideas... That's what inspires me. I'm, well, what a good callback. You brought it back, sugar. Um, <laughs> okay, well, so tell if That's it, sugar. That is the show. We did it. We're like, bam, bam. We got, so, okay, so everybody can find you at laurenignited.com, and that's L-A-U-R-E-N, ignited, I-G-N-I-T-E-D, at laurenignited.com, correct? Mm-hmm. It, in social media and everything, is it where, where can people find you? Oh, yeah, totally. So I'm on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat. All of them are Lauren Ignited, so I'm super easy to find. Oh, great. Um, yeah. And then the Chef's Coast to Coast podcast is on Lauren Ignited, too. It's also on iTunes, so you can check it out yes. there. And if you like Chef's Coast to Coast, first of all, listen to it. If you like it, awesome. If you like it even more, subscribe. And if you like it a lot and think Lauren's awesome, as I do, leave a review. That's ridiculously helpful for us to go on. I know it's a hat. They need to make it easier. They need to make Thank it easier you. to leave reviews whether you could do it from your phone, but it's not. I'm not going to, I want you to leave a review for me as well, dear Maddie listeners, because it helped, but it's a hassle. I'm going to tell you, you do, you got to log into your iTunes on your fucking computer and I mean, who <laughs> uses their computer? I, I need to write Apple a letter because they're going to listen to me, but still go. If you like Chef's Coast to Coast, leave a review because that's huge because that gets us seen more by people and then we're just spreading the love and just hopefully igniting more and more passions over uh, all over the country and the world because that's what you know lauren you you and i got the same goals i feel like (laughs) yes we're very much got the same goals so so yeah so do all that and as for the rest of you you know the drill so i will talk about natural but well lauren next time i go to chicago sugar we didn't have time at podcast moves but next time we're having a drink are you going to, yes. and let me know if you come to Podcast Movement in Anaheim, because that's right by me. I'm going to go, and that's right by, right by me. So oh, nice. if you decide to take nice. a trip, I'll be, I'm here in LA. That's fantastic. Yeah, I'd love to. Well, thank you so, so much. And uh, for the rest of you, thank you so much for listening. And you know the drill. Do something nice for someone this week, and we'll see you around. Bye. Okay. Bye. Sugar, I told you she was surprising. Little white girl, like in house music, I love it. Again, I don't know anything about her taste in music. I know, I really, for a music major, pretty sad, my music knowledge. It's, well, I wasn't meant to be a music major, I guess. But, okay, so, uh, so I mentioned that Lauren was doing, like, a little special thing for y'all, and she actually wrote up this whole thing. I'm gonna, again, I'm gonna read this shit, because she does it better than I do, and also, I don't wanna, I don't wanna fuck it up. So, basically, Lauren says that she would love to share her love of social media, which she just heard about, 
uh, with you, my listeners, and she said, sprinkle some magic on your social media strategy. Strategy, And she said, if you don't have a social media strategy, she can fix that too. You can call her actually at 832-878-5251. Again, that, don't write it down. It's in the show notes if you're driving, but it's 832-878-5251. Or you can email her at lauren at betsybash betsybash.com or schedule a complimentary 30-minute call with her by visiting betsybash.com slash chat. And like I mentioned before, she said it's a special bonus. If you if you do the 30-minute call and you want to, again, she's um, go look at her website and the other stuff she's done. She's truly amazing at branding. So if you're into that, she's offering a two-hour social media strategy session for $145 an hour for Dear Maddie listeners, which is normally $175, y'all. So jump on it. So the link are in the show notes. I love that. It felt like I have a sponsor, even though I'm not, because nobody pays me for this shit yet. Maybe if, maybe I need to call Lauren, Lauren Ignited Ramsey and get a complimentary social media strategy. That's probably what my ass needs to do, needs to do. Lord, I can't talk. I'm telling y'all, I'm trying to get this shit together, but whew. well. As always, I appreciate y'all so much. Go to the YouTube channel to watch the YouTube videos at youtube.com slash talk to Matt Marr. Go to the website, ask your questions, sugars. We need your questions. Leave a review. And yeah, and I love you. Do something for someone, and I'll see you next week. Bye.